All right, everybody. Welcome back to another week um, of another podcast. And I didn't get this done on Tuesday because I had to switch the days that the kids were being watched, which is totally fine. Um, so sorry, it's technically a day late. Um, but I just got back home from jujitsu, which, by the way, if you've never done any kind of combat sport in your life, you should. I think everyone should do it. I think the mental and physical benefits from it far outweigh anything, any other sport I've ever done before. Um, but anyway, that's a side note. Um, today, I kind of want to talk about, and I went back and forth on like what to call this or how to talk about it, but it's something I've been dealing with as a coach for a long time, but I feel like more so recently. And so today we're going to talk about the lies that we tell ourselves. Um, and this really kind of came about from a couple situations that happened, and I'm not going to name names, and I don't think anything less of these people. I actually love these people a lot. Um, but for my business program, Fortis, we do a 30-day challenge, and we do it quarterly. Um, so I you know, was reaching out to people, seeing if they wanted to do the challenge, be involved in it. And I came across a lot of people that, number one, there's always going to be people that give excuses and I'm just going to call them excuses because that's what they are. Um, but what I really started to realize is that they genuinely believe it. Like, and, and I've been there. I've 100% been there where I'm like, no, 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 I can't do this because of that. Or, you know, all these other things <clears throat> that are going on in life. And it comes down to, like, essentially learning how to see or call out the lies that you're telling yourself. And I think sometimes because you're in the middle of it, you can't see it. So sometimes you need to find somebody that can tell it to you. Um, and, and so we'll talk about some things. We're going to jump into it. But I'll kind of allude to the situation and how the conversation came up and, and how I felt like this would be a good thing to talk about on here. Um, but the first thing that I heard from a, a person was, so it's a, I'll explain. It's a 30 day challenge and it's, you know, it's self-development, mental health, physical health, and nutrition health. And, you know, we work through all of it for 30 days. And the goal is to basically develop habits that you can just continue doing throughout the rest of the year, the rest of your life to be a healthy version of yourself. And cause you know, there, there can be some change in 30 days, but the goal is to create long-term lasting change. This isn't like a quick fix where it's like, Hey, come lose 10, 15, 20, 30 pounds in a month and then like feel good because you did that and then, you know, we're going to ditch you and let you go on the side. No, this is something where it's like, hey, we're going to develop habits, daily habits that you can continue on for forever because, you know, health and fitness is a journey and it depends on what phase of life you're in and, and um, there's no excuse to not take care of yourself. Um, but I understand, you know, like, for instance, my workouts look different now uh, than they did when I didn't have kids and I owned a gym. I'm still working out. I'm still getting it done. I'm still taking care of myself, but they look different. So I understand there's different phases of life, but it's no excuse not to take care of yourself. But the first conversation that came up that I found interesting, and I've had people talk to me about this before, was the person said that they didn't want to do the challenge because 
they didn't necessarily like that it was worded as a challenge. They felt that that wording would cause them to fail. And <clears throat> I've heard this a lot where people are like, I need something more sustainable. I need something I can do for forever. If it's a challenge, then, then if I miss a day or if I do something, I, it might feel like I failed and then I'm gonna get into this cycle of, well, you failed and you might as well quit and give up. And like they get into this circular thought pattern of failure uh, when they view something as a challenge. And something that I used to do as a coach is I just used to tell people, I used to be like, okay, you know, I understand, or I would just say, okay, thank you, and just move on. But something I've been trying to do more, and I think if you actually love someone and actually care about someone and want the best for them, I think this is something that you should do, is telling those people the truth out of love, but making sure that it's truth, not opinion or not feelings or anything like that. Um, because, because to that person, it is real. And like I said, I've been there. I talked about my phobias and things that I dealt with last week where in, in my head, what I was dealing with was very real. It was very real and you couldn't convince me otherwise. You couldn't tell me otherwise. But what I can tell you is, is anybody that allowed me to play into what I believed wasn't helping me. Even if it felt to me like they were helping me, it wasn't helping me in the long run whatsoever but the people that kindly and lovingly told me the truth and they said so they're like hey because i love you you know i'm gonna let you know that like the reality of you dying from going outside is a lot lower than you know if you do go outside you know just those kinds of things just saying facts out of love those are the people that i was grateful for when i got to the point where i could see truth because i was like you know what those people told me the truth. They spoke truth to me. And I didn't like it in the moment. I didn't believe it in the moment. But now that I'm seeing clearly, I'm grateful that they didn't just pacify me or feed into my fears and phobias. And so what I told this person, because I thought about it, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Mm, I'm... I'm just going to say, okay, and I'm going to move on. But then I was like, you know what? No, you love this person a lot. You, I care a lot about this person. And I would be doing this person a disservice if I did not speak the truth. And so what I did was I, I, I messaged back and I said, hey, I'm going to tell you this because I love you. But I think you need to understand the truth is that it doesn't matter whether the word challenge is used or lifestyle or gym, or fitness, or health, or, you know, long-term challenge, short-term challenge, sustainable fitness, sustainable health. I said, it doesn't matter if you're, if we're being honest with ourselves, it doesn't matter if any of those words are used because you're in a mindset where you're not, like, you're not in a place to be successful. And that's okay. That's fine but you need to realize that. And I think that's something that can be a big revelation point for most of us is that we, we believe the lies that we tell ourselves, and we, we don't own our decisions and we don't own our choices. So it's okay if, if that person would have said, hey, you know what? Not in a place to commit to this. Not ready, 
not going to do it. Okay. I respect that. That's truthful. That's honesty. And that's being honest with yourself, not lying to yourself. But when someone says, Ooh, you know, I don't think I'm going to do it because of the word challenge, because I think that's going to set me up for failure because it has the word challenge. You are just lying to yourself. It doesn't matter what fitness program it is. It doesn't matter who the coach is. It doesn't matter what, if you're not willing to commit to something because of a word, you're just not ready and willing to commit. And that's okay. But you need to own that you're not ready and willing to commit to that. And that's okay. You just have to own up to it. So like I said, I told him, I said, you know, you're just not in a place to commit and it's okay. You just need to, you just need to know that until you get to a place where you're ready, you're not going to be successful in anything that you do. And I'm sure that made that person mad. I'm sure it did. But hopefully in due time, when they do get to a place where they can commit, they can be like, you know what? This person told me the truth out of love, wasn't mean, and now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. And I think we just do ourselves a disservice by believing the lies we tell ourselves. Sorry, that's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> she just like groaned. She's so funny. Um, I think we do ourselves a disservice by feeding ourselves these lies instead of just owning the decision. Just own the decision. The next example I have, and I have heard this one in 10,000 ways, especially as a mother, especially as a mom. This is probably the number one lie that moms tell themselves. And it's, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm taking the kids to school. I'm working. I have to be a wife. I have to clean my house. I have to pack the lunches. I have to do this. I have to do that. I'm, you know, I have to get this ready for my kids. And I have to take them to these sports and their practices. And I have to do all these things, right? And we say, I'm too busy. So I had somebody recently, same thing. I just reached out about the challenge and I was like, hey, are you going to do it? And they were like, you know what? I can't. I'm just too busy. I'm so busy. I have this going on. I have that going on. My husband has this going on. I have this going on with work. I have 10,000 things. I just, I can't. I'm too busy. Again, I thought about being like, hey, I understand. It's hard to be busy and just moving on. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing that person anything by feeding into that for them. So I told them, I was like, hey, I'm going to tell you this because I love you but you are not too busy. There are people that are much busier than you getting it done. There are also people way less busy than you getting it done. But the fact is there's people on both ends of the spectrum getting it done, which puts you in the middle, which means you can also get it done. And I think the biggest lie with the I'm too busy is you're never going to find time to take care of yourself. You're not going to find time to work out. You're not going to find time to eat healthy. You're not going to find time to read a book or go on a walk or sit out in the sunshine or whatever health may look like in your mind. You're not going to find time to do it. You simply make time to do it. And I think this is why I say that's one of the biggest lies because if you are somebody, say, that goes to work, like if you're a working parent or even if you just work in general and you're busy, you might look at people and be like, I'm so busy, I can't. I'm so busy. There's nothing else I can put on my plate. I'm so busy, I just can't do it. But if your boss were to walk up to you and say, hey, I need a report filed by midnight tomorrow, you would say, 
Yes, sir. And what would you do? You would make time to get that job done because it's your job and you might be worried that you can lose it. But what you're proving is that you do have time. You will make time for what's important to you. And I think that's one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves is that we're too busy. And the reality is, no, you know what? We're not. You know, you can get in a 10, 15, 20 minute workout if you get up a little bit earlier, if you stay up a little bit later, if you don't watch a TV show, if you meal prep once a week, if you, you know, figure out a carpool system for your kids or like there's so many things out there that are available, but it's just a giant lie that we like to tell ourselves. And I just, it's something that I learned because I spent so long feeding so many lies to myself and those lies became reality. And there were people in my life that just pacified those lies. They were like, and I think, I think that a big problem is that we kind of live in a society that's wildly empathetic. I think empathy is good. I think empathy is necessary. You can ask my husband. I'm always like, you should empathize better. <laughs> like, I mean, just have some empathy for me. But I think sometimes that can get taken too far on the spectrum, right? Because empathy is when, you know, you try and take on what someone is feeling. Like you feel for them. Like, oh my gosh, like my heart's so broken for you and I'm so sorry, I'm so sad and you feel what they feel and you just, you're empathizing with them. You have those feelings with, for them. But what most of us should be doing is sympathizing depending on who it is in your life. But in these, I'm talking in these particular situations where it's like, hey, I'm so sorry you're busy. That sucks to be busy. I hate when I feel busy, but you can still make time for yourself. So you're sympathizing. You're not taking on their feelings. You're not taking on their emotions. You're not, you know, feeding into that. You're saying, hey, I've been there. I've been where I feel too busy. And I'm so sorry. I hated that feeling. I really didn't like that feeling. But the truth is this. And so I think learning the right time and place to empathize with someone versus sympathize with someone is really important. Right? Like if I have a client come to me and they're like, hey, uh, my grandma died and I'm not able, like, I, I don't want to stick to my nutrition for the next week because we have to travel for the funeral and it's very emotional, etc. I would probably empathize with that and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. That's a horrible thing. If you need anything, let me know. I understand. When you're ready to get back on track, let me know, right? You're empathizing with that person. Versus somebody coming to me and saying, it's just so hard. It's so hard to eat as much protein as I need to be healthy and to reach my goals. Well, I'm really sorry that it's hard. I've been there. I know that it's hard when it feels like you're suddenly eating a lot of protein, but it's not impossible. And here are some ways that helped me to start to reach my goal and get over that feeling of it being really hard. So there's a time and a place to empathize and to sympathize. And I think what's happened more so now in society is that we try to empathize with people in everything. And unfortunately, by doing so, we're kind of feeding or pacifying them in the lies that they're telling themselves, right? And I think when, like I said at the beginning, when we can learn to get to a place where 
we can just own our decisions. Like just own your decisions. There's so much freedom. And I talked about this last week, but there's so much freedom that comes from ownership all the way around. And if you haven't read this book yet, you should read the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Willink? I'm sorry, my brain. I'm post-workout brain. Um, that's It's labeled Extreme Ownership. And the theory, the idea is that you take ownership over literally every single thing in your life, whether what happened to you is in your control or out of your control, you take ownership of it. And I think if we can get to a place you know, specifically regarding health and fitness, but this would make your entire life better where it's saying, Hey, you know, I don't want to be on a diet right now. I don't want to work out every day. That's just being honest with yourself. That's being fully and completely honest with yourself in the decisions that you're making. And that's going to bring you a lot of freedom. Because that's also kind of hard to hear, right? Like, for instance, say you're like 50 pounds overweight and someone's like, hey, why don't you come to the gym with me? Come work out with me. I'm going to go work out on Monday. And if you were like, oh, I can't, I'm just, I'm too busy and I just, I have so much going on and I might have the kids with me, right? You're like, you're feeding yourself lies and you're kind of circling around because the truth is you don't just want to own it and admit that you don't want to go. Or maybe if you tell yourself the truth or you tell them the truth, like, hey, I'm actually embarrassed to go. I'm embarrassed to go. It's really intimidating. So I don't want to go. There's a lot of power that comes from telling the truth in that. And maybe your friend will be like, hey, you know what? When I first started going, I was really scared and I was really embarrassed too. How would you feel about maybe going on a walk with me instead? Or how would you feel about coming over and we can work out at my house together where there's not other people around? right? Telling the truth and owning your decisions allows for genuine compassion, maybe for what you're dealing with potentially versus empathy to just kind of pacify everybody and just move along and move in with your day, right? So if you can stop and just take ownership of what you're actually feeling, the decision that you actually want to make, there's a lot of freedom there. And a lot of people aren't going to like it. A lot of people are not going to like if you just tell the honest truth and you take ownership of your decisions and that's okay, but you might also, you also might not like it. I think that's right. Um, if you hear yourself say, no, I don't want to go to the gym or no, I don't want to do the challenge because it's, I don't want to say that. I don't want to make anybody angry, but for some people, they might not want to do it simply because they feel like it's too much work. And that's that's admitting to maybe a laziness that they struggle with, right? Like, hey, I don't want to commit to doing a 30-day challenge because that's too much work for me. Saying that out loud and being honest about it might bring some realization of like, ooh, maybe I need to change that in myself. Maybe that's an aspect of my life that I should work on. Maybe I need to have more discipline. Or maybe, maybe I should care more about my health. Or if you say like, hey, I'm not too busy. I just don't want to. All right, then there's some ownership there. Cool. At least you're not lying to yourself about being too busy. You just don't want to. And you're not hurting anybody's feelings by saying, I don't want to. 
it's just being honest. It's just taking ownership of your decisions instead of lying to yourself. And in a way, lying to the people around you, even if you do think it's true. You're not going to benefit from anything in the long run, whether it's health and fitness or your life by feeding yourself lies. And it, it could take time to get to a place or it could take a friend telling you the truth or multiple friends or a mentor, somebody you care about, which I talked about last week. But if you can do yourself a favor, and I do think it is doing a favor, if you can purposefully start making decisions and choices and just telling the truth as to why you're making that decision and why you're making that choice, not based on what other people may think or what you think other people want you to say, because it doesn't do you any good to go the other way, right? Like if you're like, I really don't want to do this challenge. I don't want to commit to it. But you say yes to just make somebody feel better. You're going to set yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to fail. And then what happens? Then we get into that circular thinking. So you didn't want to do it in the first place. And instead of just being honest and being like, not, nah, I don't want to do it. You say yes. So you say yes, you get a day into the challenge and you do pretty good. You get two days in, you do pretty good. You get the third day in and you're like, I don't want to do this. And you don't do any of the tasks. Now you have maybe penalty burpees or maybe you have, I don't know, penalty run or something. I'm just trying to think fitness challenge wise um, that you have to do. And now you're like, well, great. I knew I was going to fail. I knew I was going to fail. And this is why I didn't want to do it in the first place. No, you just lied to yourself from the get-go and you tried to pacify the person that was asking you. But if we can start being truthful and taking ownership of our decisions and our choices, you're going to be a better person as a whole. It might bring about some um, like gut checks for you um, as far as your character and who you want to be as a person, but it also might save you from either hurting people's feelings or going down an unhealthy road of getting into negative circular reasoning. Because that's the biggest one I see. People kind of want to do something or they don't. They say yes because they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And then they end up, quote, failing on something. And then they're like, well, I knew I was going to fail. So I just quit altogether. And then they mark that as another failure in their book. And then they start the negative self-talk. And they're like, see, I knew I couldn't do it. And they just go round and round and round and round and round. And then when another challenge happens, they're going to be like, no, I'm too busy. I can't. Or they're going to say yes again. And it's going to happen all over again because they can't just be honest with themselves. Same thing goes in your life, guys. Same thing goes with marriage, your kids, decisions to hang out with friends, decisions to hang out with family, decisions with work, decisions, all decisions. I understand there's a time and a place to say something respectfully. I understand there's a time and a place to maybe be careful of the words that you're saying. But I'm a firm believer in honesty is the best policy. And sometimes that comes with learning how to be tactful with your words and telling the truth. Right? Instead of being like, no, your challenge is stupid. I don't want to do it. That'd be pretty hurtful. Versus like, no, I'm not ready. Like, no, thank you. I'm not ready to commit, but I appreciate you asking. There's a difference that those... Maybe both of those things are true. Maybe you do think it's stupid and you don't want to do it and you think it's dumb. But you can tell somebody the truth without being hurtful. And what you do is you give yourself some freedom and ownership in the process, which makes you a better person. And it will strengthen your relationships. And 
If people don't like it, they don't like it. But I will always respect somebody that tells me something out of truth, out of love, kind and loving truth. And honestly, sometimes, even if it's not the nicest, but I know that they love me and I know they're telling me because they love me, I'm going to appreciate that more than somebody that's just going to be like, okay, or feed into it. And I'm going to appreciate myself more. I'm going to feel better about myself as a person if I say, hey, you know what? You know, may, I, maybe I know my parents are sad because I said, hey, you know, I know you invited us over for dinner, but we just don't want to go out tonight. We would like to stay in as a family. We wanted to watch movies together as a family. That might make my parents sad, but I know I didn't lie to them. So my integrity is still intact. I don't feel bad. I don't, I didn't compromise my integrity and how I feel as a person. And I would hope that they would love me for that, right? Versus saying, no, we had plans with friends and so now we can't come. Well, so now you've just lied to them so that compromise your integrity or saying yes and going and being miserable on the inside. That doesn't strengthen relationship. That doesn't strengthen bonds. That doesn't strengthen, you know, what you have with your parents versus being like, hey, we planned on staying in tonight. We really appreciate the dinner invite. How about we do it? Are you available on Saturday? And they could say yes or no, right? But giving that honest answer, choosing to own your decision, choosing to tell yourself the truth and therefore telling the people around you the truth is going to bring so much freedom to your life. And it's going to make you such a, you're going to be such a better person for it. So whether it's health and fitness, whether it's family life, married life, work life, whatever, my challenge is to stop believing the lies you tell yourself. Start telling yourself the truth and in turn, start telling other people the truth. Be graceful, be loving, be kind, but be truthful. So thank you guys for listening. As always, I hope you're having a good week and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye y'all.